Oh, so here we are again, back in your humble abode. Indeed, we're back together. And uh, we got two guests who are slightly inebriated. Yeah, well, they're not going to be guests on the show, but you could probably hear them in the background. That's why I'm going to call this episode Two Drunk Girls. Uh, we can't do that. CBS will sue us. They have a show called Two Drunk Girls. Oh, shit. That was Two Broke Girls. Yeah. You know what? I've always wondered, why didn't they call it just two women? <laughs> Yo. Man, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Ah! I never left. <laughs> Let's get the shit. Y'all just fell off. Hello, babies. Welcome back. It's your boys. Facts. It's the Cigars and Bars boys. I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew, and the two bitches on the couch call me Poppy Stew. And I'm your man, your myth, your menace. It's Manny. My man. What's up, man? Oh, not much, man. It's just been a crazy fucking week. Fuck yeah, it has. Tell me about it. Well, let's start off from the last time when we were supposed to do a podcast, but we were all too fucking tired and, like, everything went to shit. Oh, yeah. We had a trek down to uh, the compound. Yeah, not quite the Kennedy compound. It's more inviting and nobody gets a surprise ventilation. Allegedly. Allegedly. Or uh, surprise uh, aquatic abortions, you know. I had a diabetic coma and I drove my pregnant girlfriend into a river by mistake. Fuck you, <laughs> Ted Kennedy. He's like, whoops. Be a man. You know, you just killed your mistress so your wife wouldn't be upset. But Facts. everybody would be happy with that. Like, like, we all we all saw it. We all knew it. We get it. We get it. We know the game, baby. We know the game. We know the play. We know We're the not. game. Everybody knows it. We ain't mad. We ain't mad at you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be episode 58 of Cigars and Bars. Manny and Stu are back. Yeah, we're back. Back in this bitch like I never left. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it was really good, like, relaxing to J. Cole on the drive. You Fuck know? yeah, dude. But I understand, like, like now I know how you feel, like, whenever you're wanting to listen to the pod on the way back to your house. Because it's like, a, it's a fucking trek there. Dude, it's like, Jesus Christ, three wise men on their way to find baby Jesus had an easier time, you know. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's full of fucking Jews over there, man. They're probably all annoyed. Everything's closed after sundown, and, like, you can't find a good fucking hot dog and, like, you know, God forbid you want some pork chops. Facts. Get Paula Dean up in this bitch. Well, I mean, I can't have pork chops because that's like the third leading black, or third leading killer of black men behind uh, Por- FEMA and NIGA moments. No, NEMA is the third leading Watch cause of. Closely, you're about to experience a NIGA moment. <laughs> so, NIGA moments are the third leading cause of death among black men behind pork chops and FEMA. Yeah. Get it right. Sorry, pork chops was the first leading killer. Oh, you know damn well pork chops kill black men. Oh, 100%. But it's so delicious. Facts. It's like pussy. It's going to kill you, but you can't stop eating it. <laughs> Facts. Shout out to all 13 of our listeners. You fucking mug! We love you very much. And shout out to all the girls I loved before. Um, call me. <laughs> so let's talk about our fucking adventure last week, my guy. All right. Last week started off a great adventure. Uh, I divided all the gang out to uh, uh, evening out at the compound. Facts. Uh, all three of our, all three of us boys. Uh, yes, and uh, uh, your your girlfriend and the wife. Yes. The wife. Um, 
showed up and you guys met my folks and the family. Fact, shout out to the fam bam. Uh, my parents uh, did their best entertaining, and uh, my they mom. They don't listen to this, do they? They don't give a shit. They don't uh, listen to yeah. shit. <laughs> they're old. They're old as shit. Like they don't care about podcasts. You know, all they care about is like Fox News and that other one, uh, Truth Now, or whatever the fucking one is that free one. Um, uh, the, the offshoot of Fox News. That's like uh, uh, Liberty Now or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't know. But they're hardcore conservative. Yeah. Which is funny because my mom has like lesbian friends. They all think she's liberal. It's like, no, I don't give a shit about like what you do personally. Yeah. But at the same time, I just don't want taxes to pay for it. Facts. Yeah. You know. So you know, she's unlike me. Because I'm a menace. I'll, I'll straight up, you know, say it. Like somebody got mad the other day. I said Bruce Jenner. It's like it's Caitlyn now. It's like Bruce Jenner won the medals. Caitlyn Jenner cut their dick off. There is a difference. Facts. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Jenner was on the Wheaties. Bruce, Caitlyn Jenner cut off the weenie. I mean, I don't know what the fucking big deal is. Bruce Jenner's been an ugly woman since the 80s. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, yo. I'm joking. You know, is it because, you know, like, uh, fucking the other one, um, the Kardashian? Uh, what, what was his wife's name? <sighs> Chris? I have no idea. Chris? I think it was Chris? Chris. Was it Chris? I don't know, man. They all hold look on, the fucking hold same. On, hold on. I, I got a computer right in front of me. Uh, this is going to be a Kardashian rant, guys. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a little bit. They kill men, especially black men, but they, they wanted to make sure they could get a, a strong white man first. Fact. So it is Chris Kardashian. So before you go into your rant, I, of course, I have to play the drop. Listen up, you son of a bitch. Listen. Do y'all know how, like, Chris and Bruce Jenner got together? How? Chris Jenner was already married to, like, a tennis player of some sort, of, like, Olympic fame or something like that. Mm. She she had an affair with Bruce Jenner, and they got caught. And then, they obviously, there was a divorce. She got some money. She married Bruce. She took his money, made more money. It was a mess. Ah, and I might be wrong on that, but I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I don't want them to die, but I think they're some of the worst people. Okay. I mean, for God's sakes, you, you let your daughter hook up with, like, a 20-year-old man for clout. Well, also, another daughter with an NBA player and another one with Kanye. Yeah, that's a bit rough. You hate to see it. Well, you know. Perfect. Kanye tried to turn a hoe into a housewife, and look, it just damn near destroyed him. And every time, like, like I know you're calling Kim a hoe, but, like... That Ray J sex tape, I wasn't mad. I was disappointed. Well, you, you know, the truth came out about that. Like, we, you talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, where it, he had the contract, he pulled it up, and they kind of slowly pushed it out because everyone kind of knew it wasn't a big shock, but it was like a confirmation. You know, like, oh, okay, this makes sense. You know, clearly. And then, like, look, I have seen some fucked up porn where, like, that girl has no life in her eyes. And, like, it's a hot dog down the hallway. <laughs> and, like, you know. Hey, we don't talk about her, yo. Who? <laughs> Wasn't even going there, but thanks. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't owe you an apology, but I understand. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, yeah, no. And even they seem more convincing. Yeah. It's, it's just fucking. Uh, it's just fucking stupid. So anyway, we were back uh, to where we were at a week ago, where yeah. you came over to the Casa del uh, Casa Rancho Sin Vaca. 
uh, Ranch of Outcast. So, in in case none of y'all know, I mean, some people who listen to us know just because I've been telling them, like, uh, you boys are brewing another beer. Oh, yes. Uh, We decided to brew a beer, and we decided to go all out, and we're going to make ourselves an orange cream thickle milk IPA, milkshake IPA. And, um, man, it was a process. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, it's like your first time. You know, you you think you know what you're doing, but, like, you kind of don't. And so you're kind of working through your steps. And I'd already been flustered because I'd been, like, 100 miles an hour that day. Yeah, yeah. Everybody and their mother needed my help. Yeah, well, like, last week, everyone and their mom needed your help. But then you and I are sitting there brewing this booze. Like, took a good couple hours to get, get, like, the body of it going. Yeah, because, like, essentially, you're making oatmeal. Like, if you can make oatmeal, you can make beer. Pretty much. But we used a different method than last time, which was a little, I want to say, more, not complicated, but time-consuming. It was more time-consuming, I think, because we were using the the pot that we were using the last time, because it was kind of smaller. So, I mean, like, and also because my fucking oven kept, like, overheating, then lesser heating, and then, like, we... Well, yeah, because electric, it, 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 with fire, you can kind of maintain it to a point where, like, it, it stays. Yeah, yeah. Um, electric, it just gets hot, and then, like, it has an automatic shutoff. Yeah. And then, so if it gets too hot, you know, you can't do anything, and it's not that funny, girls, but I get it. You're drunk. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, we're brewing this beer. It's fucking one in the morning. We're yeah. getting everything together. And we were gonna pod, then Kyle passed out on the couch. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle had passed out on the couch, and then I had a fucking incident. He ain't lying. Um, I wanted to go pod with you guys the next day, and I think Kyle left to go at four. Yeah. But my tires, my front tire was like fucked. Yeah. Like there was no way around it. It was fucked. Now they're shooting shit at us? What the fuck? You know, I almost brought the deagle today. <laughs> Fanny, you can't fucking pull a gun out on my on my wife. Come on. Anybody and everybody can get it. Do it. Fucking end me. Hold up. Fuck. I gotta arm us. I, I double dog dare you. Do it. Pull the fucking trigger. Pull the goddamn trigger. <laughs> Is it wrong to say that I'm... <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, good. Apparently, I'm going through puberty again. Uh, yeah, but uh. Oh. Jesus, man. I mean, like, I guess nobody wants to hear me speak today. Here, there. You're armed. I mean, you have three shots left. That's fine. I'll shoot Katya three times in the strangle patty. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly. Well, has it gotten shot in a while? What? That was a sex joke. It flew over your heads. I'm getting a Mexican standoff at my kitchen table. Even though we're all sitting. You think I can't hold this position all day? Did you know who I fucking lived with? Facts. Well, yes, I did live with my parents, but we don't hold guns in each other. We don't talk about her. Hey, hey, you know what? I just got my arm comfy. You're going to be holding out your arm. 
and within 30 seconds every fucking little muscle fiber is going to be screaming and that fucking two ounce little fucking toy gun is going to feel heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier Thanks for the ammo. Anywho, sorry about that. You know, I had to disarm my wife. Gotta call me Manny Two Guns now. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I just started blasting. <laughs> and I took that personally. Took that shit personally. Uh, so no, where were we? Yeah, my tire was shot, and I needed to get new ones. Right. And let me tell you the ordeal of that. After oh, you told me about this earlier, this sounded like hell. It was hell, because, like, you know, Labor Day, no one's going to be open, so I'm like, maybe I can find some tire sales and get some later in the week, like, buy it and then have them installed later. When you run 35-inch tires on your fucking Jeep, you know, small dick life, you got to compensate somewhere. <laughs> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, so it's going to cost you, tires alone were $1,500. God damn. When I rolled up to my appointment God. at 9 o'clock. However, that was not the price I ended up walking out with. I did not haggle. I did not Jew. I did not fucking Chinese negotiate. The Lord of Misfortune has not done the following. Kissed the back of my neck, the courtesy of a reach around, bought me a drink, or even like fucking a, a spit on it. He just bent me over it and took me. Jesus. Like Kobe Bryant in a Colorado park. <laughs> Shout out her one time. So, yeah, on the website for Big O, you got to be careful because they don't put the following. First off, unless they put the, unless unless you physically go in the store, they don't add the tax for your quote. quote. Yeah. So that already brought it up to $1,700. Not the worst, but I kind of figured for that. <laughs> then came the kicker. <sighs> Fucking almost $400 for the warranties. Jesus Christ. Well, they do a thing where it's like, I can't remember if it's 25% or 21% of each tire, but basically a quarter of each tire you pay for the warranty. And when your tires are fucking like 350 bucks a piece, yeah. no thank you. No thank you at all. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt my soul. Dude, when you told me that, I, I didn't even pay for it, and that shit hurt my soul. So, yeah, and then like the whole day at the fucking tire place, I show up at 9, yeah. deal with the bullshit, and I succumb to the fact that it's going to take me, I'll probably be out at 11. I, if I'm lucky, 10.30. Yeah, yeah. So 9.45 starts rolling around, and I realize, like, my Jeep hasn't moved from its spot. I wonder how backed up they are. Right. And I'm sitting in, like, the corner where you can kind of see the, like, the window bay. So you can see, like, oh, they're working on your car, sweetie. Look, look, they got it on the left. Um, my shit's not there, but you know what isn't there either? People fucking working. It's just, like, one guy maybe, like, doing some tires. Whack. And then I see it from behind me because I, I see a flash of light and I'm, I'm going to look because you know I got enemies and angry husbands everywhere um, also facts and I see it a box truck and like a big pickup truck coming by with tires and I near about chucked my phone because you motherfuckers could have told me you don't even get your tires deliveries till around 10 you fucking cucks there it goes see ya and then I realized that the people in front of me were all going to go first because they were already queued up. Right. So I succumbed to the fact that around 1045, the gentleman who was very nice, and he was having his own issues that day with people coming in, asking stupid questions, trying to get them to do things that they legally can't do. Yeah. Um, he came over, he talked to me. He's like, look, I'm sorry about the wait. You know, 
but we got your car up on the lift. Uh, we're putting the tires on right now. They're getting mounted and balanced. Uh, we're good to go on that, but it's going to be a little bit for the, um, for the alignment. And I'm like, okay, why you're a little backed up. It's like, I, I get you're a little backed up. It's just going to take a while. Cause that is like, well, sort of, you see, normally we'd have like kind of more of an assembly line on this. However, we only have one guy who's uh licensed to do the alignment yeah and he's also like at the i think i didn't mention this part they were on a limited crew today oh yeah you were telling me about that because i remember you said like the same thing was going on at your work yeah a lot of people took off for labor day and took a short week and like or took off for a week and i'm like motherfucker so i get out at 11:57, like I, I cleared the bank, money left my account. I fucking winced, got in my car, turned on the AC, <laughs> and it was 11:57. Yeah. So I had to be at work at 2:30, and I'm like, well, fuck me in the ass, man. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm hungry, but like, I'm on my diet. I don't want to eat anything shitty, and I'm trying to figure out what's gonna be good to eat, kind of already pre-made, but also kind of low fat and nothing too carby. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna get some meat. You know, I could probably go to Garnesteria, like, uh, get everything cooked fresh and, like, eat it on my way like a fucking madman. Like, I'm all yeah, tacos. <laughs> yeah, tacos and maybe something else. <laughs> go <laughs> furry taco. Anywho. Uh, so I start driving, and I don't want to go to Mr. Toros. And not that it's a bad place, but I feel it's a little overpriced. Yeah. Um, and after the ass rape I took, you know... I kind of wanted a little bit of like you know, soothing aloe vera. Also, the the Canasteria by your house also has the aloe vera lemon lime drink that I love so oh, much. Dude, there, you you got to come by here early one of these days and like we got to hit them up and get some breakfast burritos from them because, dude, their burritos like. Oh no, I've eaten their burritos. They're yeah. fucking fire. Hot take. They're the best in the city. I'll I'll out. Filibertos is going like, to try and shoot me, but that's okay. Oh, they'll probably shoot me first. But honestly, the thing that changes that's the difference between them and everyone else is they use Oaxaca for their breakfast burritos, and it's so fire. Dude, it just gives you that little bit of salt and, like, you know, palate cleanser. Facts. Um, On top of, like, the eggs they use, the potatoes they use, the fucking bacon they use, everything's, like, made fresh and in the Yeah, in the house. It's, so fire. it's fucking great. It's so fucking dope. So on my way over, I'm like, oh, shit, you know what I'm looking for? Like, your boy's a little complex, you know? He doesn't just, like, banging hoes and drinking and eating and fucking fighting. I, I like... In that order, though. Depends on the night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really actually like to grow things. And no, before you guys get the idea, I don't grow the sticky of the icky. Uh, I could, but I, I like where I work. Allegedly. Allegedly. Shout out to Kyle. One time. So... I wanted to grow a hybrid tea rose, uh, which is uh, called a, um, well, the hybrid tea rose is actually kind of like the design of it, or like the genus phallum. I can't remember uh, where it comes to flora versus fauna on the uh, scale here. But I like uh, hybrid tea roses because they're bigger and they're meant to be cut. And my favorite one is called the sterling silver rose. Um, which is a lavender hybrid tea rose, which uh, the uh, hue of when they're in bloom will make it look like they're like this deep violet that's almost like a, a um, stainless silverish color. Like, okay. okay. Like, not stainless, but like a, a deep silvery color because of how purpley violet it is. And I really want some, but like, <sighs> the thing about hybrid roses is their season is only till April and I kind of already missed it. 
So I go to Mesquite Galley Grillers and I, I go up to the guy and I'm like, listen, I really like these roses, but I don't think they're in season right now. Can I get a clipping or do you know of any place that sells clippings? He's like, you know, we don't do that here and clippings are kind of hard for a new time grower. However, let me take a look here. And he pulled up the rose and he said, look, we have our original order back in April. We had 10. Now this says we sold nine. Now that could easily be a typo, but there's a good chance that there's one there. So I book it through the end of Mesquite Valley Growers. And if you've ever been there, it's a wonderful place. Take your girlfriend, let her look at the flowers, buy her fucking something pretty and let her try and plant it and kill it. Um, <laughs> like your relationship. Uh, <laughs> you know, she'll do that all by herself. Hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shots fired? What? No, sorry. I was uh, just reloading. Okay. Uh, so am I. So anyway... <laughs> I go over the roses. I go through the entire, like, I'm running out of time, too, because it's, like, 1.10 at this point. And you got to be at work at 2.30. 2.30. And from Speedway, Kolb area, essentially, you know, I have to go to Kolb, and, like, you always got to account for lunch rush. Plus, I still needed to go and get the, the you know, that kind of said, yeah, you know, and every minute I spend is, like, okay, I can't get this because it takes too long. I can't take this. It's going to take too long. So I'm walking down the house. I finally find it. It's, like, hidden. And I pick that bitch up, and it's already kind of like a pretty decent-sized plant at this point, rose, rose bush. And so, uh, <laughs> rose bush. Anywho, I walk into the counter. I buy it. 50 bucks, mind you, for a fucking roses, but I enjoy them, so it's okay. I go straight to the fucking Ganeseria, grab myself some Ganeseca, which I'm going to make tomorrow as well because I have a food dehydrator now. Um, and I speed off to work. And... I thought everything was hunky-dory. That was Thursday. Yeah. Friday morning, I go to try to go to bow shop and pick up some arrows because I want to get back into bow hunting. And on my way there, I'm on the freeway, and all of a sudden, I'm like, why is this revving so high? And then I look to my corner, I'm like, whoa, my temperature gauge is, like, shooting up to almost a warning. Like, it's in the red, but it hasn't got hit the, whoa there, buddy, we're about to blow. And uh, I already at this point of no return. I can't, there's no place to get off or anything like that. So I I get off at the nearest exit. I try and let it cool down. I uh, I have to take the freeway either way because on the nearest exit, the other way is like a long way with a bunch of stoplights. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I couldn't tell which was worse. I mean, like stoplights and traffic and letting it heat up at idle or just going kind of slow on the freeway, 55 miles an hour and kind of just letting it get up close, letting it coast a little bit. So I finally get home. This thing's fucking hot. I jump out of the car, grab the water hose. I spray down the entire front uh, just to start letting it cool so I can start working on it. Yeah, I I did. I did. And so I'm like, I got to figure out what the fuck's going on here. Now, granted, it is now like, it's it's noon. It's noon. I was going to be, you know, but because I had to go slow, obviously. It's noon. I start tearing this thing down. I like, I, I remember we have a pressure tester for the cooling system. I open up the box, I put it together, I start pumping it. I barely get like three pumps in, and like most of you motherfuckers out here, it blew. <laughs> like I, could, I found it. It's a fucking pinhole size like leak area uh, in the driver's side uh, towards the grill. And I'm like, you motherfucker! I just what do you think could have caused that? Like maybe a rock or something? 
I honestly think it was a weak point um, because when I took, I started taking it apart because I'm like, I need, obviously I'm going to have to place radiator. I might as well take it out, yeah. you know, start taking it down because like, you know, it's a little compact in there. So I got to like take off uh, the oil cooler, the automatic transmission cooler. Uh, well, no, the oil cooler is on the block, but like the uh, automatic transmission fluid cooler and the AC condenser off the radiator, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And as I start unbolting that, I get to the radiator, take off the top cover and the front part of it like the the top yeah all the fins like it's one row of fins are all squished down and like there's a bend in it so i'm thinking i think at some point either it was me and that's why i can't get too mad or the guy beforehand or maybe i did it when i was four-wheel driving and i fucking really fucking let it go yeah somehow it crunched it and it like it didn't break it but it just bent it and at some point, like it's like like something compressed it basically. Yeah, and I, I I can't understand what could have done that because that whole structure is pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, I also could have just overheated it one day, like with the thermostat issues I had been having, or that could have been an underlying problem. So I start looking up replacement uh, radiators. Yeah. Uh, and. I realized that I have two options. My first option is one through Mishimoto, which anybody who knows any car stuff, Mishimoto used to be good, but they're kind of slicking lately. And I start looking at the options they have on extreme terrain because it was $145. And I'm like, well, you know, I just kind of got fucking raped. Yeah. Financially speaking. Yeah. Um, I do the other way around. Ah, it's allegedly (laughs) not true. (laughs) Bro, you're going to end up, like, I know you're trying to get us canceled. But one time I got a shout out. You know who. <laughs> oh, wait. Did she say I did something? What the fuck? What? Was I accused of rape by she who must not be named? No, no. Oh, no, oh I was no, about to start no. shooting bitches. No. We don't talk about her. <gasps> okay, thank God. So. No, uh, I was shouting out the local FCC. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got. I'm, I'm a little bit passionate about that. I might be rough, but it's only consensual. Uh, <laughs> however, so, but Mishimoto's been fucking up, and I read the reviews, and the fucking bolt holes are sometimes not the right size. And I'm like, fuck, I can't afford to deal with that because I need to be able to just pop it in and pop it out. I don't want to have to run to Ace and fucking fix shit. Yeah. Well, the only other option is buy it through an auto parts store, and O'Reilly's was the only one that carried one, and it's... Uh, it's $273 after taxes. What the fuck? Yeah. So I spent $2,500 in the span of 24 hours. Fuck, man. And I'm not even fucking it. Um, damn. So I get it. I have to take my, the, the Honda to work, pick up the part and everything else. Uh, and uh, it just was a day. And then this morning, I fucking, I fucking installed it. It took up whatever I wanted to do in the morning because I woke up at 6.30, got out by 7, and I was done by 10 after everything was said and done. So, like, my day was shot. Yeah. So, I I rested, got some food, you know, eventually picked you up, got the errands done. Finally got back home, picked up the beer stuff. Well, you know, opened up the beer. Unfortunately, guys, like, it's under-fermenting. Like, it, like I don't know. Like, it's our first five-gallon batch, so, like, be gentle. So, so we just took out the orange rind so that way it wouldn't get too bitter. It, it smelled great and had the taste of like a, a lager. Yeah, uh, I mean, like it had the look and the taste of a lager. 
Like it, it was kind of on the lighter side and like it had that smell and the taste to it. So I think lagers use more DME extract or dry malt extract. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think IPAs, we should really stick to next batch doing an all Just grain. all grain, yeah. And uh, that'll probably be simpler. Well, I think the next batch, we should do all grain and then just have the, lac- the lactose with it. Right. Well, we add that to the last 10 minutes of boiling. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll be all grain mash and then like we'll sparge it. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. But, so we go and get it done. It was simple. We now have all the fucking tools, everything we need to brew a beer properly. We are, without a doubt, fucking good. Facts. We got, I got you fed, and I decided we needed a pod because, like, don't get me wrong, I know you guys love it when I'm, we're all together and I'm back, and you know, and the menace is here, but I'm not trying to make it seem like we're, we're, you know, adding in a guest star just to make sure we get good ratings, folks. Yeah, yeah right. Speaking of good ratings, um, uh, that's not a bad. No, no, I don't know if that eighty show got a uh, ninety show got good ratings. The reboot of that seventy show, but on Netflix. No, I never actually watched an episode of that. I, I I've seen clips. Apparently, it's okay. Yeah. Um, however, I don't know. There's probably going to be some controversy going on. Well, why is that? Well, you know Danny Masterson from that seventy show. Yeah. Hide. Well, he just got convicted, I think, on Friday uh, of two counts of rape. Oh, shit. Yeah. But Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher uh, submitted a court a letter to the court basically stating that they knew him as a good guy and that he's a good father and all this other stuff. And people are giving him shit about it. But, like, personally speaking, if it's your homie on tra- stand, sometimes you're blinded. Like, like, you don't believe they can do these things. And even to a point, sometimes you're like, your 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 faith in your homie outweighs what could go wrong. It's like you know that meme where it's all like, "Free Tyrell, he's been locked up, he didn't do nothing wrong." It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, what they got him on? Well, they got him on 17 counts of murder and and, and you know, felonious assaults and uh, uh, armed robbery. It's like that motherfucker needs to stay locked up, you know. But other people can't see that, so like the internet's a buzz. But enough of my rant. How are you, my dude? I am doing fantastic. Well, better than this morning, I should say. <laughs> so, woke up around like 8 o'clock. A uh, little hungover. A little bit. Felt like the Joes rushed my body and I was the sole cobra. Oh, man. Shout out Merce one time. But, uh, nah, I woke up, had a couple breakfast sandwiches, drank some coffee, and I was sitting there watching... Uh, I was watching uh, the SB or Secret Base. They've been doing a series on the history of the Minnesota Vikings, and I watched oh, really? the final episode. It. I'm not a Vikings fan, but watching that, I was like, I can understand the fandom. Well, you know what? A good fucking podcast or, or video makes you feel a certain way that you might not expect to feel. Yeah. You know, like a good porno. Yeah, it was dope. But then, like, obviously hungover, puked my ass off, and then took a shower. Well... Took like a mini shower, getting all the puke out of my face and brushed my teeth and laid back down. Puma came up, snuggled next to me, and I just passed the fuck out and woke up around like 3.30. <laughs> I woke up and then like my phone was dead. So I was like, oh, okay. Plugged it in, turned it back on, went to go take a piss, came back, and I saw you were calling me. And I was like, huh? Put in my earbud. I was like, hello. And you were like, yeah, I'm outside your door, ass. <laughs> I was like, oh. Cool. Well, yeah, because we were going to do the beer stuff. I did need some help. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a single parent, but I can't do this all by myself. <laughs> I yeah. probably made some single parents, but, you know. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Come on. 
But uh, nah, bro, so like, twenty for twenty. Thanks, big guy. <laughs> facts. So, took a shower. Fucking we like we jumped in Poncho, which by the way, smooth ass ride now. Better be for twenty two hundred dollars worth of tires. <laughs> fucking facts, bro. Maybe. But like, uh, went to go see Marky. Shout out my boy one time. I'm gonna have him on this pod to do a point five or something, or maybe have him on with us. I know you gave me his card, but I can't cheat on Barber Dan. I understand. I don't do that. I might fuck other people's wives, but I don't fuck with my barber's relationship. I understand. He makes. He just me look- gave us two, so I figured I'd give you one. I, I understand the shade. I'm yeah. looking a little rough around the edges. Ah, <laughs> uh, he made I, your boy look like a whole new man. Uh, he did. He did. I mean, like, how was the blowjob? I didn't know that you tipped him that well. <laughs> So got my hair cut, and then uh, you I know you went to the brew shop while he was cutting me up to go grab the extra stuff, and then yeah. went to your place yeah. to re-yeast our baby. Yeah, you know, she, she needed a little growth hormone. Yep. It's fine. It's what they put in the water these days. Yep. But, uh, yeah, we got that done. It was relatively quick, and, and the smell was great. I had, like, a cider smell. Yep. Um, had the taste of a lager. We're making, like, this hybrid beer, man, like... Yeah, that's and that's what I was thinking about too. Is uh, like when we started this whole process. I know, like, I was reading up a lot, and like, I know the DME is like used a lot in loggers. Yes, but uh, DME is also a great place. Um, so there's two purposes for DME, and we might have made a, a milkshake lager, which might taste a little funny. Um, but the big part of DME, and one of the reasons they use it, is that. Your beer is supposed to have, and this is something we didn't do because we kind of cowboyed it. Um, your beer is supposed to have what you have called your zero gravity, yeah, which is at the highest point, what sugars you have, and therefore potentially the highest amount of um, alcohol content it could have. Yeah. Um, we didn't take that. We kind of roughnecked it, and we, when we tested it today, it only had like a two percent. Yeah. Which is kind of like a, a, a really weak lager, you know, like yeah. old school style lager. Um, see, we're trying to make an 8% IPA. And that's where we might on this one fail a little bit. Yeah. And that's okay. So I think, I think I'm going to go with you the next time. I think we should go with the grain mash. Uh, we'll do the grain mash. Um, we'll get it all set up. And, you know, we'll do it. It'll be a little easier than having to do the DME because it's just going to be in a bag. Yeah. In fact, we can brew it in a pot, and they have a specialty bag holder where you can put your grain in that isn't a, a what's it called? That isn't like a, a fucking muslin bag. It like it fits the pot, so you just pull it out. Oh, so it's it's literally like a bag that sits in the pot. Yeah, it looks oh, like okay. a it looks like a, a sieve, but that's cylindrical. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it can just sit in there, and you you don't even have to worry about. In fact. Um, it just makes cleanup a whole lot easier because, like, you don't have to, like, you know, uh, like with the muslin bag, dip it, tea bag it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. This thing is just like, well, yeah, in the open. Oh, so you're basically just pouring your grains in there, and then when you're done, you pull the bag. Yeah, you pull the bag out, and it's it's cleanup is a whole lot easier. Oh yeah, okay. um, yeah. We'll we'll have to fucking check that out the next time. Yeah, I mean, like that that we can well, not to say hold off on, but that'll be like when we go to do it again. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we can do the grain. Uh, the grain will be a lot simpler, and we just have to figure out how to cold crash it again. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the ice bucket worked the last time. Mm-hmm. I think we should just probably do that instead of pouring the, the cold water into I, it. I th- well, we, we will still need to put water into it. 
and that's going to be you know part of the thing is i think we should put the water into it so that it's five gallons uh yeah. you know but we'll make sure that you know we cold crash it and i think we what we'll do is we'll do the uh <coughs> we'll do the icing better like uh we'll try and find a bigger bucket and that way we can kind of like get it in there and then we can kind of pack the sides with ice rather than just the bottom because I, I think that might have well, been part of the issue yeah what we could what we could do the next time is just leave the bucket empty and then we'll just move the pot into the bucket and then pour the ice around it as, as long as we're very careful about like well the, heat obviously yeah. right and not dropping the ice into the water because at that point well, we're not dropping it into the beer. What I'm saying is, like, pouring the ice around the, like... Oh, I know, no, I got what you meant. We'll just have to put the lid on top of it um, just to be safe. That's all. Oh, of course. Um, and then from there, you know, we'll put it in the fermentator and we'll call it a fucking day. Like a fucking boss. Hell yes, my guy. By the way, NFL is back. Yes. Yes, it is. And your fucking Lions beat the Chiefs on Thursday. How do you yeah. feel? I feel better than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, the Lions. Dude, I was laughing so hard that literally as the time was dwindling down, like there was 30 seconds left. And as like, you know, Lions basically iced the game. Everybody's walking onto the field while the time's going down because the game's basically over. And I'm hearing the fucking broadcast for NBC already making excuses for the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, oh, they should have beaten these Lions. And I'm like, are we just going to ignore all the mistakes that were made on the field? Yeah, I mean, all those backwards passes, you know, behind the back throws aren't going to save you when you can't, you know, connect for shit. Well, that one pass, he, I forget who the receiver was, but like it went right through his hands and then literally that Detroit corner fucking just one-handed it and then ran it 50 yards back for a pick six. Yeah, because you sleep on the Lions. Oh, dude, I told this to my boss. I was like, right before the game... On Thursday, I was at work and, and uh, shout out my big boss one time. She's a Cowboys fan, and I can't wait to talk shit to her. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like, she knows what disappointment feels like, you know, like, perpetually. Facts. I'm just kidding. Shout out my boy Zeus. <laughs> but, uh... Ooh. Fucking... She, we were talking, and, and uh, she was like, who do you think's going to win, the Lions or the Chiefs? And I was like... Don't sleep on the Lions, because like you and I, we were talking about this last year, like during the end of the year, every game that the Lions were in, it felt like it was a scrap. Like they were constantly fucking like, fu like you had to earn those wins against the Lions. Right, because that's the thing about the Lions is that like they're not going to lay over and die. They might be underpowered or like, you know, mismanaged in a way. And that's what the fucking team owner, I think I really enjoy that he's doing is like he's setting it up to be like, all right. We might lose this first year, and we might lose the second year, but we'll finally get our shit together, and we'll either have enough coaching staff that'll, you know, properly train these boys, and enough talent, whether it be old or young, that'll vibe together, that can last us and survive, like, if our old great talents that we pick up end up fucking getting hurt, injured, reserved, or just like, I can't do this no more. Well, it's like, fucking, I was seeing how Goff was actually working and mm -hmm. kind of picking apart that Chiefs defense. I was like... Yo, if he does this to the whole fucking league, Lions are going to be scary as shit, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see it now. Like, you know. And that defense, man, like, I, I'm sitting here like, I don't think anybody wants to see them right now. I think they're going to win their division, and I think they're going to be a fucking force in the playoffs. I think they want to have something to prove because, you know, with Aaron Rodgers gone, 
there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like this season and be like, you know, the only reason the Lions are doing good is because Rodgers fucking left. I mean, Jordan Love might do something amazing in Green Bay. It just depends on how he works in that offense because Green Bay has a rich history of just amazing quarterbacks. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. For God's sakes, you know. It's just... It's just really satisfying to know that, like, you, you, you're right, you know. The Lions are going to be a problem. I just hope... I really hope that the Chargers don't charge her this year because that 27-0 fucking comeback in the playoffs last year still fucking hurts my soul. They were tw- they were up 27-0 against the fucking Jaguars, and then they just got complacent. I know. I picked you up right after that game. Yeah, I know. They had to. They forgot how to play fucking football. Well, it's because the Jaguars, you know. Well, Trevor Lawrence is dope. That's fair. And also fucking <laughs> Urban Meyer's not there anymore. Well, Urban Meyer, I think, was more of a detriment to the team, if anything. Oh, 100%. Like, we, we chronicled that on this podcast, and as soon as he left, it was great because they, like, interviewed the team, and it was like, yeah, it seems like everything's better now. Well, well, yeah, because it's like, okay, these people, one, yes, they are playing a game, you know, for money. Yeah. It's not untrue. Facts. But they're also people, too, at a workplace. Yeah. And there's a certain level of professionalism that goes along with I'm a professional athlete. Yeah, we can dick around a little bit and have more fun than the average Joe. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, there's a set of standards that I have to hold your coaches. Like, if I was a player, I'd have to hold the coaches to, hold myself to, and hold my teammates to. Right. And if one of those things are not meeting that, you got a, you got a, you got a weak link in the chain. Facts. And Urban Meyer was trying to play like he was college ball, man, you know. In the bar with fucking co-eds, it ain't your wife, but it's okay because it's college town, and you know. Doesn't every- ride back with the team. Yeah, you know he takes it. Well, yeah, because you know the team's gonna fly fucking coach or you know that private jet that's more of like a, a, a not even a jet. It's kind of yeah. like you know they're gonna ride coach or the bus, and like he's gonna fly back. And he's like, I'm gonna be on my first class plane. And, you know, I'm gonna drink my. My, my champagne and my, my screwdrivers and I'm on see this pretty little thing I found that goes Ole Miss. <laughs> well, I heard like Tony Khan on a fucking, on one of his media scrums was talking about the Jaguars and he was talking about how uh, apparently they just upgraded like all their, their like player facilities, their health programs. They're like, they basically turned the Jaguars from like a, a fucking C-level team to an A-level team apparently. And I'm like, eh, we'll see what happens on the field. You got to make the investments because you'll you see it like all the big big powerhouse teams spend more of their money in investing and making sure these players have everything they need. And I don't mean a base necessity. I mean to the point where it's almost their baby. Well, it's like a well-oiled machine. So like, yeah, I mean that was like the fucking Patriots with Tom Brady. Like, yeah, they fucking had a whole like training center for him. Yeah, you know, around him, you know, everything he needed, like amazon fucking statistics like reading his arm and seeing like okay all right <laughs> over the years he's lost a 1.3 centimeter reach in his arm due to um, calcification and muscle strain you know yeah, like yeah. he can only throw this much so he's going to be in the game xyz and like you know all that other shit and you know eventually they're like yeah i mean brady's getting a little up there like we're gonna have to put in some new blood and then, yeah, and then like, he leaves and wins the super bowl yeah i mean i think he was if he, if he i think he would have got try to go three for three I, I mean the the second one that he was in, and then he lost. They lost to the Chiefs. I know that was like his initial retirement, and then and he said fuck them kids. And he said fuck them kids, and came back. And then it's just like oh. now he's a he's a part owner of the Raiders. 
and apparently there's a and this is alleged so apparently if jimmy g gets injured there's a high chance that tom brady would come out of retirement and fucking replace him in the black and, and gray i mean technically there is a he could put that as a reserve player as an owner he would have the right to do so i mean i guess but at the same time that's kind of weak sauce i mean don't be brett Favre. <laughs> well brett Favre's in hot water for other shit true but don't be brett Favre. Take your, take your money from fucking the Wrangler commercials and fucking every other thing you can put your hand into. Don't get caught with your hands in the cookie jar. Well, dude, yeah, I guarantee you the reason he be, he got part ownership is, one, the money's there for that. But also, I don't think, like, it, I think it's one of those things where it's like if you've been doing something for so long. Because I see it with pro wrestlers as well. So, like, I mean, some guys never truly leave. Ric Flair. I.E. Ric Flair, exactly. Or Hulk Hogan, or fucking, you know, whatever. Well, they don't leave. They get just asked to, uh, they get escorted out. Yeah. By their faces up by security. He's like, sorry, brother, I can't let you in. <laughs> Fuck you, brother. I'm fucking Hulk Hogan. Sorry, Hulk Hogan, brother. I can't let you in. Vince said no. Uh, yeah, no, it's just, it, I, like Conor McGregor once said, you know, I don't ever think I'll, I'll ever really, really leave the game. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are people that, that that's their life. They've accepted it. Tom Brady's life is football. It brought him everything he had. Yeah. The things he's lost as well. Yeah. I well, mean, and like the Super Bowl that he lost, if you remember that year, he was going through a divorce. Like, he was going through a lot of shit. I, I don't know if the divorce was really that big of a factor to be uh, fair. I mean, if, he's already been divorced once. True, but right? like this one with Giselle, I'm sure it was nastier than, than the first. And also, like, you know, I mean, the obviously, you know, we said like, oh, he was like, fuck them kids. And she's like, fuck this marriage. Yeah. I mean, I think she was already looking for a, a fucking reason to leave, you know, he, and I'll be fair with her. I mean, like, you know, basically you give up your life in a sense to help raise this man's kids along with your kid, you know, and the one thing you ask is, hey, can you just be around more? I mean, I know you're getting older <laughs> and he's like, nah, bitch, I got one more year. I'm going to show him. I'm going to win another. And, like, I'm pretty sure there was promise, like most men do, you know, promises made we know with no intentions to keep. But, uh, yeah, baby, I'll do you after you do me. Uh, I think, you know, there's a certain breaking point. I mean, everyone's getting divorced right now. Like, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner? Yeah, like, one of the hot girls from fucking Game of Thrones. And I forget her name, Stark. Uh, and, you know, the Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. Huh. And, uh... Uh, it's getting fun to watch that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, well, I, well, the setup on that is that, like, and I don't mean to cut you off, but the setup on that is, is like, he's claiming that it's broken because she has this partying lifestyle. Mm. And, like, every piece of evidence that she's ever stated and, like, from alleged reputable sources is, like, no, he's never home because he's out touring or DJing or something else. And she's like a homebody with their kids. Like she doesn't even like leaving the house. And like, you know, the only reason she had to is because like she needed a break because apparently Joe doesn't fucking actually take care of the kids. Like he he's always gone. And like, you know, she started partying a little bit just because you know let some release off. Yeah. And what it sounds like is, is that he did something fucked up, or at least that's the story going along here. Is like with the amount of effort their PR team is his PR team is putting into this, it sounds like he fucked up. 
and they're just trying, trying to get ahead of a story before get ahead it pops. Of a, before it pops and kind of like hopefully it's you know like there's hot water here hot water there so the hot water over here kind of melds in the middle so i kind of want to see how this turns out because like man i'm gonna tell you right now don't don't marry girls that are taller than you unless you're prepared to fucking deal with it oh he stole my suit he's a menace to the entire city look the, the girl that was taller than me that we know of you know nice lady uh shout out her one time yeah um what was i saying here you know if it, it was a long run thing hell yeah but like you know I can't let the fact that she's taller than me fucking, uh, you know, you know, give me a fucking bad head. You know, like, I gotta be better, you know, or like, I gotta be this cool guy. Like, nah, man, you know, height's not an issue. We'll just make you one babies. <laughs> like, we'll just make huge babies. You know, they'll be tall like her, but menace like me. Um, oh, got a, another menace, Manny. I don't know. I mean, I try to, I, I mean, try to let, well, I, I mean, I, technically you already have a menace apprentice in Sonic. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he is slowly observing, uh, he's like a guy who's never met his idol, only knows, like, you know, video recordings and things like that. And yeah. Just wait till he really meets me in person. Like, he only got to meet the Menace really one, twice now. Like, we're going to have to take him out on a day where it's just, I'm a Menace, and, yeah. like, like just, just let him have it, you know, like, full Menace energy. Like, <laughs> we're just having a good time, Jovi, and I just grab him by the collar and be like, what the fuck did you just say? Uh, I'm fucking with you. Calm down. <laughs> what? I thought I was going to die. You could have. Uh, shout out my boy Sonic one time. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, uh, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for this beer. I'm excited the football's back. I'm excited we're getting into postseason baseball. I know you were watching the game, well, watching the highlights of the game. Well, I was watching some of the Padres, but uh, that's September, and Padres won't make it to October. But then we're going to be in October, and we're going to be talking playoffs. All of them. Well, yeah, it's, it's oh fuck. We are we are minutes. Uh, not we're we're two. Uh, th- sorry, playoffs. we only have two thirds of fucking September playoffs. left in us. That's true. Yeah, man. We're already fucking three quarters into the year. I know. It's wild. Fucking wild, man. Hopefully the fucking weather cools down, too, because it's too goddamn hot out here. Yeah, man. It's fucking hot as balls. Dude, like, legit, when I was sitting there, when I got out of the haircut, right, and I was I was waiting by that fucking Vietnamese restaurant, I was sitting in a spot, like, up against the wall of that, of that shop, and there was a tree giving me just enough shade, and I moved over towards that, that restaurant that's at the end right there. And I sat on that wall and just the sun hit me for like a good couple seconds and I immediately felt all the sweat and I was just like, yeah, I'm good. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I would have stayed with you, but the fucking beer shop closes at six. Um, it stays later, I think, on fucking weekdays. And I think I think the first time we made the beer, it was a weekday I hung out with you. Well, that's the first time we got the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And then we made our beer. Oh, yeah. No, we might have actually, we might have actually, it was, no, I think it was in the winter when we did it. Yeah. So it was darker. That's why I thought it was later, but it was already probably closer to six. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. That was on me, guys. Yeah, um, it's all good. Yeah, but I was just derailed today, you know. I know, dude. Like, I can tell you were in a mood. Bro, like, everything, even coming to here, yeah. you know, has, has, has gotten my mood a little bit, you know. Yeah. Like. In the words of early Claire, I need to get me some strange. 
<laughs> I mean, I just want to use your love tonight. What you saying? You bitches! Better recognize. Look, he's trying to. I mean, I'm trying to do things to you that you'll remember, like ten years into your marriage, when like three pumps in, you know, it's just gonna end like lackluster, and you just kind of want to <laughs> maybe have a hint of fucking getting a little moist down there. Jesus, Manny. Like, you know, it's just like Joey Diaz says. You can't fucking say, like, you're going to be nice to him. You take him out to dinner. You have a 401k and a house and, like, a fucking good neighborhood. And to be like, I'm going to try to suck all the pubic hair off your body. Once yeah. I shove my tongue in your ass, you black out. I mean, I do it. <laughs> well, shit. We are almost going over, well, almost to an hour. We're at 52 minutes, my guy. Sorry for ranting so long, folks. I just had a week. Yeah, Manny had himself a week, but we're going to be turning this franchise around, am I right? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I got to go to work tomorrow because, you know, spending $2,500 on fucking car stuff. That isn't... Spending $2,500 on anything. Well, when it's race car parts, it's fun. Well, yeah, because you're putting it on a race car. Yeah. I haven't even got to touch my race car yet. I saw it sitting there, and I was like... Yeah, I know. That guy. Like, it's almost there. Like, I'm just... just, it's like I have to have a moment where I'm not going to get interrupted because you're going to reach a point of no return and you can't stop. Facts. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, you're about four minutes in and like you're not going to finish quickly, but you also know that like you have the time in the world because nothing's more worse than the kid fucking pounding on the door saying, Mommy. <laughs> Manny, where can people follow you, bro? <laughs> At this point, probably to jail. Um, fucking man. But if you really wish to follow me, you'll go to Instagram, guy underscore in underscore glasses, um, where uh, you can follow and see the minimal pictures I piss uh, post. Uh, <laughs> you piss? Sorry, R. Kelly on the brain. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I might be posting more car stuff on there. And, uh, you know. You should, like when you start actually like truly doing everything with the engine on Judy, you should start posting photos of that. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna post some photos right now, and then like you can reach me, DM me, and then like leave me on red because like you're scared. Um, that sounded personal because it was. Uh, <laughs> but uh, while you're at Instagram and on Instagram and browse Instagram, you should go ahead and check out our official, uh, unofficial, official. Yeah, that is grinding underscore on underscore a underscore budget. Go follow our official official, my brother Kyle. Shout out to him one time. And if you need these jokes, I'm at Babyface Do Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You chuckle fucks, but I'm going to keep the same energy at the end of this show that I keep at the end of every show. I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at mcstiza26 on Snapchat. That's mcstza26. I don't need that. Send that shit to Zeus and get left on red and screenshotted because he needs receipts. Yes, he does. And also, if you have questions for the show, DM us on Instagram at cbwms. Those DMs are open. Holla at you boys. Ask us questions. Be part of our uh, 13. You fucking mark! Yeah, the Club of 13. Because you original listeners out there, you the real dojis. Facts. We love you so much. But this has been episode 58 of Cigars and Bars. We will update you next week on the status of the beer. Yeah. We're going to talk some football. 
We love you guys.